Hello and welcome to Follow Me and Die. Today on episode 97, Saturday Scrawl. Target date set and seeking artists for my card game Kickstarter. So this morning, I posted over on Twitter that I was finally announcing an official public quest for an artist or artists for my card game with a Kickstarter launch date sometime in the first quarter of 2020. I then reposted the link to my Twitter thread across all my social media, and I'll have a link to that Twitter thread in the show notes. And I find that I prefer interacting on Twitter mostly because I have a growing following that is approaching 900 followers, and I expect it to be over 1,000 by the end of April. I curate a positive atmosphere, and I mute and block nonsense and those who spread it. I prefer to talk about games and fun and be supportive of the fun and efforts of others. There have been several reshares on Twitter, and I've had my first response over on MeWe. And of course, I want to give it some time before I narrow down to an artist or artists. One idea I have is to have multiple artists so I can have multiple versions of the deck with a newer lesser-known artist for the base funding level, and a more well-known artist at a higher funding level. So far, this is only the idea stage, and the realities of time and the base funding available prior to a Kickstarter. A little bit more about my target date. The first quarter of 2020 means that I want to launch sometime between January 1st and March 31st of 2020. Now, since January is the majority of my busy time at work for my day job, most likely I'm going to avoid January. But of course, that all depends on how well things come together and how well a hopeful new hire is at dealing with all the chaos of our busy time of year. One of my colleagues recently resigned, and their last day is this coming Friday. Hopefully, we get a new person hired that is a former user, so we only have to teach them the support tech stuff. That's a wrench I wasn't anticipating this year. And it's kind of thrown off some of my pacing for my blogging, podcasting, and publishing efforts because I've had to put in a little extra time at work dealing with wrapping things up while we still have the help. And for planning and research, this is my first Kickstarter. I'm focused on doing all I can to maximize success. And I am very much aware that any major misstep or miscalculation on my part will have a major impact on whether or not I can realistically hope to have any future Kickstarters. And I have ideas for more things to kickstart, including more card games, board games, and RPG supplements. I have backed 69 projects on Kickstarter to date, and I have learned what I like and what I don't like about how a Kickstarter is handled. Personally, I want to emulate Kevin Crawford of Stars Without Number and many other successful Kickstarters. I want to plan adequately and have the work done ahead of time, so that I am merely waiting for the funding to arrive so I can pull the trigger on initiating production and so forth. Now Kevin Crawford has graciously shared his checklist with the world and his method in the spreadsheet he uses to track art from artists and I plan to put all of that to use. I've studied the top 10 card games on Kickstarter as of a year ago to see what pledge levels they used, how many pledge levels they have, which ones yielded the best results and so forth, and I'll be updating that with more current card games that may have slipped into the top 10. I've also sought advice from others who have ran successful Kickstarters, and I read all I can find online about it. 
My plan is to have all the work completed that is needed to begin production, and I hope that the amount I've set aside to buy art is enough to have the art done and ready to go. The Kickstarter will pay for production, editing of the rules, layout of the rules, and the cards to be ready to print, and ideally bonuses for the artists, and of course any other costs that I identify between now and then. Shipping will be a separate charge that is applied once the cards are ready to ship. That's something that has sunk a lot of Kickstarters because they baked in shipping and shipping costs changed before they shipped. I don't want to fall into that trap. And any stretch goals will be directly related to fulfilling the production of a card game. So if you want t-shirts, you can get them from my Teespring store. If it isn't part of the end result of holding a card game in your hand that you can play, then it will not be a stretch goal. I'm not going to go down the road of having stretch goals that have nothing to do with the card game and just complicate fulfillment. From all of the preceding, it should be clear that I plan to avoid all the things that I know have sunk or greatly delayed Kickstarters that began full of promise. And then if things don't come together for a first quarter launch, I will only launch in a following quarter if the timeline allows for completed production and delivery by November. My busy time at the day job starts in November and runs into and often through February, and I don't want the headache of dealing with work and trying to juggle a Kickstarter. Of course, if I happen to hit a million dollars, I can quit my job and put all my focus on games, and I'm not yet sure how much it would have to be for me to quit the day job, but that's my dream, to make my next job more about fun and doing things I love. And yes, some of it is work and drudgery. I've run into the boredom of repetitious playtesting over and over trying to work out all the kinks. And that is work. But at the same time, there is fun. As far as playtesting, between now and the launch of the Kickstarter, I will be tweaking the cards for the third iteration of the test deck and start playtesting as often and as much as possible. I plan to have the third iteration of the deck in my hands before the end of April, by mid-April if possible, and then I'll set up play tests at nearby game stores and take it with me to conventions. And ideally, I'll have more than one deck and have multiple groups playing on their own without my having to explain it. After I used my new short rules at GaryCon 11, I learned that I have the rules pretty tight and I just need to rearrange the ordering of explaining a couple things because players picked up the game with minimal questions from the rules, so I think I've got those right. And I'm always open to suggestions from those who have been there, done that. Anything to help me avoid faux pas is welcome. And to all who have played my card game and made suggestions, I've noted all of them. I applied them where they made sense, and my game is the better for it. And I thank you for freely offering those suggestions. To all who have offered help with things, I'll be contacting you soon to discuss the things you offered your assistance. And some suggested that one of the cards for which I did the art, that it should stay in the game as an inside joke. And I'm not so sure about that. That would be humorous. Others suggested that I should have a stretch goal of a Larry art version. My concern about that is it might hurt things, but I might actually consider it. What do you all think about that? And I want to thank all the playtesters at all of the conventions and other locations where I've had my card game. And in some ways, I still can't believe I made a game that works and that people actually like. And I want to give a big thanks 
for keeping certain details under wraps to help build suspense. I also want to thank all who have been interested and shared on social media all my mysterious postings about my card game. And I also wanted to share about a local artist. I've got a companion blog post to go along with this podcast. And the picture I put on there for the blog header is from artist Lindsay Polis from Grand Rapids. And I interviewed her on episode 86 of my podcast when I was at Marmalade Dog. And she is under consideration for doing at least one version of art for the card game. And you can see her sharing of this picture that she did on Instagram. And Lindsay has experience doing art for board games. And an explanation about the picture. My granddaughter is obsessed with Elsa and the movie Frozen. And I commissioned an ink drawing of Nicola with Elsa taking a selfie. And while I ordered a pen and ink drawing, Lindsay colored it to give it that last bit of punch. And of course, Nicola loves it. And now for something completely different. I launched my newest PDF for March. No, really, it's me. This is my first effort at publishing an adventure on DriveThruRPG, and it joins my monthly PDFs that you can find over on DriveThru, and I'll have a link in the show notes. In this scenario, the players are doppelgangers who have replaced an adventuring party and must go back to town and convince other adventurers not to return to the dungeon. Are you looking for a quick scenario idea that you can easily craft to your own style? If so, check out my first adventure PDF, which is a quick overview of an outline for how I run a four-hour convention game. If this does well, I will eventually add all of my existing convention scenarios to my growing list of PDFs. I want to thank all of you for listening. I hope you have an awesome day and game on. And here's the end blurb. You can find Follow Me and Die at my blog, followmeanddie.com, here on Anchor and the many other places where my podcast is syndicated. Follow Me and Die on YouTube, and you can find me on various sites where you see my social media avatar by the amazing Satine Phoenix. I have a social page on my blog that directs to all my various social media. To get more of my thoughts and opinions in the realm of role-playing games and other games, check out my other sites. I also contribute to Multiverse.World by the new TSR. If you like the podcast and the other things I share online, there are a few ways you can support my efforts. First, tell me and tell others. Just getting out the word is important. Consider backing my Patreon. Patrons get a vote on my next PDF, published on DriveThruRPG. Please check out my RPG-related PDFs. I'm working on a card game that I hope to kickstart in the first quarter of 2020. You can find the sign-up for the announcement mailing list on my blog. I also have a Teespring store where you can get a shirt with my logo, the same one by Satine Phoenix. Thanks for listening, and game on!